is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. As you know from one of my previous episodes, I talked about our core values and how extreme service is one of those five values. And I would say it drives everything I do, but I or that we do here at the company, but I'd say that all of our values drive everything that we do. And so that extreme service shows up when we typically, and I don't mean just me, but all of us, when we think about customer service, usually shows up as a concept when there's a problem. So how do you deliver great customer service when things go wrong? So let's imagine the typical reason why somebody calls um, calls into a company, into their customer service department. It's usually because something has gone wrong. And so now the person who is slated to solve that problem now has to deal with that customer. So how do you do that? So here are our top six ways in dealing with problems that customers bring to us and potentially unhappy customers. So first, be empathetic. I want you to think about what's happened to make this person call or text or chat, however they're contacting your, your organization. We all want our lives to go a certain way, and we have a preconceived idea of how that should go. We want the cable service to work. We want the new vacuum cleaner to come out of the box not broken. We want the food to taste good. And so when that doesn't happen, when life doesn't go how we thought and hoped it would, there's at the very least disappointment and at the very most could be extreme anger and frustration. But it's because it didn't go the way that they thought it should. They thought they should be able to turn on the cable and it would work. And they thought they should buy the new vacuum cleaner, pull it out of the box, and it would work. They thought that when they ordered the food that it would taste good. So be empathetic and sensitive to the fact that this did not go the way they thought it would. And part of the customer service representative's um job is one to understand that and to two help help them make it so that it, it does go the way they thought so that the cable service does work the vacuum cleaner does work and the food tastes good so let's try to make their world be the way it's supposed to be if that's within the power of the customer service representative number two truly try to solve the customer's problem, which means the customer service representative needs to be invested in the goals of the company. And that's why understanding the organization's core values and communicating that regularly and that being part of the company culture is so important. It's also why you have to hire for the right person, not just the right seat, because If it's the right person, that means that they are in alignment with your company's goals. If they are not in alignment with your company's goals, they're not invested in really helping the customer get what they need because they're just there to collect a paycheck. That's why it's so important 
one, to hire the right person, and two, to have some way of understanding how it's the right person. Three, remember that it's about the customer and everything is you, meaning you, the customer, oriented. That doesn't necessarily mean that the customer is always right because sometimes they're not. But it does mean that they aren't calling or emailing or chatting because it's about you, the, the, the company, and they don't have anything better to do. They're interested in what's going to serve them best. And your customer service representatives, the process should be designed to serve those customers well. Number four, remember that these people who call, and this, this actually goes for everybody in your entire life, personal and professional, that they all are humans with their own stories. One of the big takeaways that I brought back from reading The Four Agreements was this idea that we are all the directors, the producers, the writers, the stars of our own movie that's going on in our lives. And everybody else is really just a supporting actor or actress or, or some other um, supporting person. But we are, again, the director, the writer, the producer, and the main actor or actress. So is everybody else. Everybody else has their own movies going on in their heads. So when you think of the world that way, and that you realize that, well, in your movie, everything's about you, but in somebody else's movie, everything's about them, and you start to realize, oh, so maybe when I saw that look, or I thought I heard something in the tone of voice, maybe it's actually not about me. Isn't that um, a quite phenomenal way to think about it? So your customers are the same way. They've got their own movies going on in their heads. And so they've got their own stories. They've got their, their own movies. Maybe they just got some bad news that a family member's sick. Maybe their car broke down and they have no idea how they're going to pay to get it fixed. There is so much going on behind the scenes that doesn't even relate to why they're calling your company in the first place. It's part of the background, could be part of the foreground, and it is affecting how they communicate, their demeanor, their emotional state, and sometimes it's not pleasant. We know that. We've all had to deal with that irate customer or client, and maybe it's because there's other things going on. It doesn't excuse their behavior at all. Everyone should try to do their best to treat everyone else with respect, but it might help you understand that they're coming from a certain place. Number five, put yourself in the other person's shoes for a moment. What does he or she need to hear? What can you say that represents your company in the best light? And what do you want to hear when you are calling customer service? Now keep in mind, we don't necessarily believe in the golden rule, treat everybody how you would like to be treated. We believe in the platinum rule, treat others how they want to be treated. It's not all one size fits all. So this particular method, to take it with a grain of salt, but sometimes it can help you to understand where they're coming from if you can put yourself in their shoes and if you can 
think about how you would like to be treated or how you what you would like to he- hear and how you'd like the problem solved. And also thinking from that point of view of making them feel that they're not alone. They're not alone here. And you're going to work with them to solve their problem to the best of your ability. And then the last number six way that I want to share with you is slow down. And I realize that in this world where we're measuring everything by the seconds and we have all these metrics about how many phone calls we take in an hour long period, how many customers we help. And of course, the more, the more phone calls we can take, the more customers we can help. And so there's this desire just to, you know, bang, 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 you know, handle it as quickly as possible. So what if we take the opposite tack? We're so always in so much of a hurry and we're just trying to get the information out there, solve the problem. What if we spent a few more moments building rapport and giving the best service that we can? Could make a huge difference in terms of that customer's experience as well as customer retention. So I've just covered the six ways to deliver great customer service in the midst of a problem, when something goes wrong, when the service or product is not as the customer or client was hoping. If you found this helpful and you like this podcast, I would love a review on iTunes because that helps me understand how I'm serving my clients and customers and the potential customers and clients. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, may you thrive.